Hello, I'm Paul Stevenson, and this is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock, with help from rock stars, podcasters, fans, and journalists. Yes, after a month off, I am back. Today is August the 2nd, and we start by wishing a happy 71st birthday to a legend and former guest on the show, Joe Lynn Turner. It didn't sound real until he said he was Richie Blackmore, and I said, really? And I walked in and there he was sitting at the board. That's when I knew it was real. Former lead singer with Rainbow, Deep Purple, Ingve Malmsteen and many others as well. Please do check out the full interview I did with Joe. It's one of the most listened to episodes of the entire series. Top three for sure. Now the full chat you can hear way back on episode 14 from February 2021. It's well worth a listen. Also on this day, back in 1944, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Jim Capaldi was born. He found fame alongside Dave Mason and Steve Winwood in traffic, and he went on to work with many other legends like Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, George Harrison, and others too. Jim sadly passed away in January 2005. But for today's main story, we go back on this day to 1962, when an iconic American star officially, legally, changed his name to what we all know him as today. Yes, on this day in 1962, Robert Zimmerman officially became Bob Dylan. Now, his first album was released earlier in 1962 called... Bob Dylan, but it was only on this day 60 years ago that he changed his name by law. And when it comes to Bob Dylan stories, there's only one man I can turn to to get some good insight and good information, and it's a friend of the show, an author and podcaster all about Bob Dylan, Stephen Arnoff. Rock and roll names always carry an element of the mysterious, combustible ideas that get drilled down into the name of a band. Think about the Pretenders, Genesis, the Runaways, the Temptations, the Who. There is something grand and bigger than life itself that the band takes on. Now, the story of Bob Dylan and his name, there are lots of different ways to roll out the narrative and what it means. We can think about two. The first is Dylan's admission in letters to a friend in the early 1970s, that he changed his name from Robert Allen Zimmerman because it simply sounded too Jewish for a performer who wanted to make it on the national stage. This was not uncommon at all. For decades, Jewish-born performers had been changing their names so that they didn't sound too Jewish. So there's a practical element here, but there's also something that is an innate quality of Dylan's music and character, his persona for decades on stage. And that's this instinct for the poetic and the mysterious and the open-ended. So Dylan as a name, D-Y-L-A-N, it resonates, it reminds us of Dylan Thomas, the poet who raged against the dying of the light. For years at the same time, the rumor was that Dylan had chosen the name because it sounded like Matt Dylan from Gunsmoke. Dylan doesn't talk very much about why he does things. It is about the poetry. It is about the resonance. And what's exciting about the name Bob Dylan It's hard to put your finger on it. Something in the why of Dylan, something in the fact that it sounds like a cultural statement, those are the kinds of qualities 
that represent themselves in Dylan's songs just as much as they represent him in the name. Now, <laughs> it is interesting to think about whether or not the poet laureate of rock and roll, and in many ways the poet laureate of our age, could be a Zimmerman. Zimmerman, it's from the German slash Yiddish term for an innkeeper, Zimmerman. And in so many ways, Dylan builds a space where rock and roll can contain the big ideas. Building that space, building that way station, building that in for rock and roll bands and rock and roll performers to hold something great on their journey. It's kind of fitting that Zimmerman, the innkeeper, would be the poet laureate for all that goes into popular music. And at the same time, we know that without that poetic twist of Bob Dylan, who chose a practical way to change his identity at the same time as leaving it open-ended, well, that's rock and roll too. I'm Stephen Daniel Arnoff, author of About Man and God in Law, The Spiritual Wisdom of Bob Dylan, and a proud host of a podcast, Bob Dylan, About Man and God in Law, right here on the Pantheon Podcast Network. And a big thanks to Stephen there. Now, if you're a fan of Bob Dylan, then you have to check out his podcast and his book as well. Just search for Bob Dylan about man and God and law. Well, that's it for August 2nd. I'll be back tomorrow to bring you more news from this day in rock. So until then, take care.